Now's the time to tell tales of the unaccountable. Zambi, what do you fear? What do you fear? Consider you find someone mummified. I already like this story. Okay, this is what we're going to do. We just need you to hunt the giant owl. He just looks too suave to be Dracula. <laughs> too suave to be Dracula. Remember, you are bringing her back to life, so there is that. You got that to pony up on. Be afraid. Be marginally afraid. Flexo, your every move is documented for our amusement. As is yours. <laughs> your lives have all been one big Truman show for me for the past 19 years. The moon? It's not a moon. Christoph! <laughs> I thought that's all you got out of the Truman show. The moon wasn't really the moon. <laughs> Everything else was legit. The moon was not. You know how expensive it would be to make fake roads? No, you just make real ones. That's how you describe the Truman Show to other people. <laughs> that movie where they just made a fake moon. And you could hire, like, actors, you know, to be children that play in the park, but it's just a lot easier to kidnap them. Or make them with genetics. I mean, whatever you got available. If you have a super science lab, yeah, just make them. But the important thing is, the moon is fake. Well, yeah. All goes in all, it's saying. a lot of effort to go towards fooling Jim Carrey. <laughs> They probably could just give them brain damage, but they'd probably be sadder to watch. Flexo <laughs> <laughs> oh, quote of the night. <laughs> this is all staying in the episode. So anyway. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Welcome to Pulp Nightmare. I'm Mike. I am MB. I'm here. And I'm Flexo. The second Flexo uh, Fultway. Oh. Exciting. I know. It's been months. I've moved into another house. That's how long it's been. I've become a black woman. I've had two jobs and lost both of them. But we'll talk about that in another episode. And a sex change. It was a very, very long several months. MB's sex change was just from aliens, though. Yeah. Nature finds a way. Life life, uh, finds a way to make MB uh, a woman. <laughs> so yeah, the Michael the Michael Crichton book was much better than the movie. You get gems like that. <laughs> that whole subplot was just cut, and I was so confused in theaters. Didn't make sense without it. Where is MB in this? <laughs> it's it even worse when they get to Jurassic Park Two: The Lost World. I'm like, I don't even follow this. What? Who is this guy? And then Cumberbatch yeah. shows up showering. Evil shower. Uh, before we do anything, Flexo. Yes. Why are you so Flexo? <laughs> Ow. Flexo. Ow. Ow. <laughs> okay, that's still a running joke. Fucking like eight months later. They Flexo, must try to say that as one of the strangers. <laughs> Ow, Flexo. <laughs> that's the reason they created Dark City. <laughs> they want to study Flexo's human human soul. Flex now. The joke's on them. There is no soul to study. Flex now. Imagine Kiefer Sutherland showing up, talking really weirdly, explaining how Flexo works. No one Flexo in the audience is- understands. The Matrix Flex- makes three times much as much in the box office. Flexo is constantly manipulated within the movie. <laughs> William Hurt is just confused. We constantly see Flexo moving around and shifting. <laughs> the shocking twist is the Dark City is actually the Truman Show. <laughs> the people observing Flexo are actually being observed by Flexo. It's like Inception. With a twist. In the end, it's revealed that everything is Flexo. <laughs> no matter where you're at, it's actually just like the Truman Show, but I'm watching you. And we pull back through a marble. There's a giant Flexo playing with the contains <laughs> all of Flexo. <laughs> Start a new. Then they pull back. Flexism. That Flexo was playing marbles inside of a locker in a train station piloted by Flexos. What? <laughs> <laughs> the last bin. There. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, Flexo. Yes. Rape ghost story. I see what you're doing. We have, we, we have to finish. It has to be finished. I gave my word. 
But I would not make sure sequel the first Flexo four way, whatever that was called. The Flexo four way. I don't know. It's like Kill Bill, where they you know they approach him to make the last sword, and he's like, I can't do that. You're Sony Chiba. Just tell the goddamn rape ghost story. I don't. I don't uh, think that'd be right. I haven't practiced. What are the hints Flexo has given us so far? Uh, so the, far, oh, go ahead. A first hint was Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. A week later, he revealed a second hint: hypnotism. <laughs> yep, yep. That was number two. I had a third one. I was debating a couple ideas to give you guys for a third hint because I knew I wasn't going to get out of it. So, um, I'm trying to think which the, what would be the best hint without giving everything away. Uh, Internal combustion. No, um, let's go with sodomy. <laughs> well, that's just a given. Yeah, I know. It's kind of a cheat. Okay, um, uh, school shooting. I mean, not in the traditional sense. That's kind of a misleader, but there's still a shooting in a school. He doesn't have to tell the story now. He's off the hook for another week. <laughs> How do you mean not in the traditional sense? Well, I mean, like, what does you, it think, even mean? you think school shooting, and you think, like, you know, like someone goes into a school and shoots a bunch of kids, and it's, it's like a shooting that occurs in a school, but it's not a spree. <laughs> Only one child is murdered. <laughs> shooting is just not like what you traditionally think you know so, so it's like heroin involved I, I don't get it okay wait 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 let's encyclopedia brown this motherfucker the whole story or just that one scene just the story is called rape ghost yes we know it involves flexo in some capacity Okay, Our to elaborate, a- elaborate, I have named the story Rape Ghost, but this is my story about another story. This is like Inception. Flexo, just a quick question. Yeah. <laughs> Does the story include rape or a ghost at any point? Yes. <laughs> I'm somehow more confused. No, I will. Okay, I'll, I will clarify. There is a ghost that rapes. That's <laughs> rape ghost. Okay. Okay. Back to the drawing board. The story is about story. This story is Flexo telling a story about another story, which involves a ghost who rapes named Rape Ghost. Well, that's just what I, I call him. I mean, the ghost had me. <laughs> An I, I can't remember. It, ghost but. that Flexo has dubbed for the sake of convenience, Rape Ghost. The ghost who rapes. <laughs> then hypnotism figures into it. Yes, as of yet, our three hints have been Stockholm Syndrome, <laughs> hypnotism, and a school shooting, but not the school shooting you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah, it all sounds about right. <laughs> okay, Pulpsters. <laughs> I want you to write in what you think the Rape Ghost story is and send it to us to care of Pulp Nightmare, P.O. Box 141407, New York, New York. 1763. <laughs> Keep circulating those tapes. Okay. I almost feel bad for teasing Rape Ghost this long, but it's one I'm, it's a story I'm proud of. I mean, I don't want to just throw this out there without being practiced. You've got to be a well-oiled machine to tell Rape Ghost. So I mean, I could give it a... Will, when do you think you will reveal it? Well, my current predicament is uh, trying to <laughs> save it for the right moment. Well, who has a predicament about <laughs> This guy. No, that's not a fucking predicament. It is for me because like, I don't know when to do it. It's like I want to, but whoops, I... a fucking predicament. That's a predicament. <laughs> this is very similar. How is this not a predicament? I don't know when I should tell my rape ghost story. <laughs> I have many choices, but I don't know what is the best option. Will you tell it in the third Flexo four way? 
Probably not. Including the Flexotron. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> the third one, please. I mean, I could I could give it a shot, but I'm just worried it's not going to work. And then once you botch it, uh, that's the end of the story. It never. You can't come back and try again. Like, hold on, guys, I've got a better Ripko story. Because it's nonfiction. Like, I can't just change the fact. You very well could have a better rape ghost story. <laughs> I'm that kind of guy. <laughs> I'm not a guy who just pulls rape ghost jokes and stories out of my pants. I don't have a bunch of them. Just the one. It's quality That's... over quantity. My God. So, I mean, I could give it a shot here, but I'm just worried I'm going to let everyone down. There's a lot of uh, built-up expectations. You went down with this one. So this is what it's like to try and unravel the mystery of Flexo. <laughs> this is what it's like to have sex with you, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> like, this like, not just to be listen, the Truman Show. I'm worried I'm just going to let you down. Uh, listen, I can now, but uh, I'm waiting for the right predicament for it. Uh, uh, I don't know when. Before we make love, you must solve a series of riddles. <laughs> Riddle the first. You awaken in a forest clearing. <laughs> The sky above you is orange. There's a centaur to your left, a unicorn to your right. How? What time is it? (laughs) (laughs) When you have the answer, I'll be on the balcony meditating. (laughs) Until then, help yourself to all the fruits of Flex Manor. You go into oh, your right. chambers Flex, and you're never Flex seen Flex became a thing between this Flexo four-way and the last. It's always been a thing. <laughs> it became Flex Manor has us, always okay. existed. Flex Manor has always has been and always will. Like this is like Overlook. <laughs> like, am I going to go in this Flex Manor and see an old photograph of myself from the 30s? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's on every floor, too. Different picture. <laughs> Different. Just me hanging out with Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Guys on the basketball court playing croquet, all sorts of different things. There's a guy in a bear suit blowing a donkey. Oh, yeah. There's a picture, there's a picture of him with, with Janie Slater. Seconds Actually, like the bear zero. thing is what we do with the towels. <laughs> like you walk in the room, they have towel artists who fold things. <laughs> what? What is a towel artist? I know what you're talking about, but still, what the fuck? Well, you understand what I'm talking about, then. Yeah, it's... It's a thing. It's when... If you go on a cruise or in some hotels, uh, the um, people who clean the room while you're gone will fold towels and things and leave them on your bed in the shape of various animals. You mean a mate? <laughs> Towel artist. It's kind of like a subway worker is called a sandwich artist, you know. I mean, I stock the shelves. My name is Sales Associate, but I'm a stalker. I don't church it up. Well, you don't fold the cans in anything cool. <laughs> yes, I do, actually. Oh, okay. You well, can then you're stack them in genius ways. There has been many a pyramid with my signature on it. <laughs> Just an entire stack of tuna in the shape of Spidey. <laughs> the giant F for Flexo. So that his he may bless the store. I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore. <laughs> I just imagine I just imagine Flexo as a uh, as Father Marin walking outside <laughs> of your Walmart. God. What a wonderful night for Flexo. <laughs> Flexism, totally different. The power of Flexo compels you. The power of Flexo compels you. I need a young Flexo and an old Flexo. <laughs> The Flexo will still Linda Blair. <laughs> it's Flexo trying to exercise Flexo. <laughs> the yeah, there, Flexo. The Flexo will tell lies. Come on, hey, get out of there. Stop it. The, the actual <laughs> cans of pea soup explode. And of slapping Linda Blair, her head spins around three times. <laughs> it's current Linda Blair. Oh, know, I, I, right didn't, I didn't expect Flexo to tell the rape ghost story. But yet I'm somehow still surprised. Well, what's going only, on since I asked that? It's only ten minutes and Flexo's already wrestled control. Keeps <laughs> <laughs> the on. You're the Benedict Cumberbatch of the night. <laughs> with the less dramatic showering. Cumberflex! 
<laughs> I'm interested to hear what your uh, backup plan was, or what you thought was going to happen when I refused to tell my story. There is no backup plan. This podcast is over. I mean, Everyone jets off. Mike Fall. I was. Uh, I did expect a sliver of hope that you might tell the story. I'm tempted, but I don't want to botch it. It's it's a deer to me. All right, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. It's, you know. Mike, 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 we all have our own rape ghost story. You probably do. That's For it. Some of us, our rape ghost story is illiteracy. <laughs> Before we said that, I just imagine we're going to go into, like, an anthology episode where everyone just has, like, a flashback to their personal <laughs> story. Well, I've already all different told animation stories. Mike is there in a robe. <laughs> I call this meeting We finished Flexo fucking pours sand on the fire. <laughs> Sawdust. Whatever. Makes a big difference. <laughs> he actually makes the fire grow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Splinter appears in, in, in front of it. It's a whole thing. Flexo, the fire rises. This question. And you just hear. I jump into the fire. It vanishes. <laughs> <laughs> we should mention that since the last Flexo four way, Flexo has picked a theme song for himself. I didn't pick it; it picked me. <laughs> <laughs> it chose me. <laughs> it's like the wands in Harry Potter, man. You, you know, the theme picks the wizard. Here, what were you about to say? <laughs> uh, forget. <laughs> Oh, now I'm curious. What were you going to say, man? Flexo, answer me this question. Are you the kid with glasses from Are You the Furry of the Dark? No. God damn it. On Legend of the Hidden Temple. (laughs) Ruined years and years of theories and research. (laughs) (laughs) He's got just like a gigantic library that's falling over. Just pushing over the shelves. I imagine it's like Dreamcatcher, and he's in the library inside of his head. Just <laughs> it down. There goes my thesis. We could have asked beforehand. Well, we weren't recording beforehand, and I had a good feeling about this, and I want it to be in the episode. This was going to make my journalism career flex, so have you no heart? No. Okay, then. You were saying, Mike. Well, speaking of Flexo not having any heart... Yes. Or a liver. I, uh... (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Why of all the organs you went with liver? What happens when you drink alcohol? Goes right out. What? No, not... (laughs) how biology works. That's not... (laughs) How do you just shoot expunged beer out of yourself? Oh! It's awesome. It goes right through the tube. It makes it very easy to give to other people. Flexo, are you a living distillery? <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> you just for, you just fill Flexo full of yeast. <laughs> okay, why am I now imagining how a fragrance by Flexo? Just <laughs> having a white suit, sitting on sitting on a couch, looking at the camera, saying, "I'll never tell." <laughs> What's that you smell of? How? Cumberflex. Now this podcast is just imploding into its own self-referential flexo cycle. (laughs) Meanwhile, everyone in Germany is like, that's rape ghost. (laughs) (laughs) I tuned in for one reason and one reason only. You had one job, Flexo. What do school shootings have to do with it? <laughs> yeah, podcast has completely left my hands. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on anymore. <laughs> okay, continue before it ravels even more out of control. I, I, uh, wait, to add on to unraveling here. Every time we talk about Germany, I, for some reason, get springtime for Hitler stuck in my head. It's probably unrelated. Just throwing that out. <laughs> no, it's pretty related. Yeah. Springtime yeah, for Hitler and Germany. Um, ba-dum, um. So catchy. <laughs> You've alienated our entire audience. Yeah, that's what I do. Fucking huge in Germany. 
<laughs> that is a chapter we chose to forget. You know, I personally, di- I purposely did not bring a scenario this time to avoid this kind of confusion. Flexo has insulted my home country. Please write angry letters too. Flexo insults my home country. Pope Nightmare KO, care of P.O. Box 2487, New York, New York. You know, somebody's going to actually send that. Probably. It's okay, I don't live in New York, New York. I think New York, New York exists. I think that's a typo. It's just a song. (laughs) And you can't send mail to a song. It's true. Or maybe it's like Brigadoon, where it only appears when you sing that song, and then it vanishes as soon as you shut up. Can't we Fluxo just brought up Brigadoon? I try and reference Brigadoon as much as possible, because not enough people talk about it. (laughs) Well... I was in a poetry class, and I mentioned Brigadoon, and everyone there was like, what? (laughs) Even the professor was like, that was unexpected. It's like, dude, you're ancient. How do you not know about Brigadoon? Why did you mention Brigadoon in a poetry (laughs) class? Was there Brigadoon poetry being read? It was part of my poem. I had Brigadoon in the poem. (laughs) I got nothing. (laughs) I got absolutely nothing. Talking to everybody. I know I, I have a I have a question for Fluxo, but I don't know if I'll maybe I'll save it for the third one. For the no, something. no, give it because you know I, I have something I sure. want. Fluxo, how the hell did you meet your girlfriend? She <laughs> met me. That's not tied into the other story, is it? Because that would be very disturbing. No, not at all. My girlfriend is a ghost who shoots schools from the date, and uh, her friend. I should assign names to people or else it'll get confusing. But not real names, because I don't want them to yell at me. <laughs> such a scandalous story. Not okay, really, it's the, just kind of okay, like okay. petty gossip. Give Fair them enough. clue names. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so I went to the prom with Miss Peacock. Episode <laughs> <laughs> <was so> title. <laughs> but Miss Peacock's best friend, Colonel Mustard... I love this story already. <laughs> Pardon. Wink, wink. So, Colonel Mustard did everything he could to slander my good name at the prom. So the other girl, sorry, Miss Peacock, was convinced I did not want to be there with her. She basically left me in the middle of the dance. By the way, by the way he's actually talking about Colonel Mustard. <laughs> the Colonel it's Mustard, yeah. We're supposed to give them fake names, Flexo. <laughs> oh, God damn it! I'm bad at this. So anyways, yeah, my date leaves me, like, halfway through prom. So I'm just sitting there, kind of bummed out, you know, because it's in a, basically an emptied out area where, you know, we always have our school lunches. Tragedy of Flexo. Yeah, I'm just sitting there by myself, and Cassandra happened to be there at the uh, dance. So she comes up and starts talking to me. Didn't end up dating for several years after that, but that was the first time I'd actually met her. She didn't go to that school, so it was very odd. She didn't even introduce herself. She's so, crashing it. It was basically like she was there with some other friends and she saw a sad looking guy by himself. <laughs> Someone is cheering like, up. Just like Ramona Flowers, she just appears. Got it, yeah. My God, Flexo West Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> Beautiful, man. That's how a legend was born. <laughs> I'm just a little convinced Colonel Mustard actually attended this prom. <laughs> he just that's Colonel Flexo again. Harumph. Harumph, I shall slander his good name. Harumph. Harumph. That's, what, that's what gets me about the story, is like, someone was out to slander your name? Well, slander my nickname name. for Colonel Mustard was the troll, and apparently she found out about that. I mean, he found out about that. <laughs> <laughs> this is... God, more interesting. <laughs> the high school politics of Flexo. <laughs> Look, basically, I get along with most people, but Colonel Mustard was a bitch, so whatever. <laughs> Well, that story paid off more than I was ever expecting. I have no um, way out of this whole episode just going to be quizzing Quizmotron. (laughs) No, no, no. Quizmotron's not here. I could bring him in any time I want. He's a good friend of mine. You don't own Quizmotron. Quizmotron well, no, is a free said... spirit. He comes and goes as he pleases. He's a drifter. He's a man of the world, walking the earth, saving the world one bullet-riddled corpse at a time. You don't yeah, own but... Quizmotron. Quizmotron owns you. He owns all of us. We are Quizmotron. 
you fail to realize that my apartment has Fritos and health. That'll bring him right in. Oh, okay, yeah. He doesn't yeah. have Fritos. Yeah. And who doesn't? I mean, he can't digest them because his complex, um, you know, computerized stomach cannot, you know, break the Fritos right. down. But, I mean, but with the latest firmware upgrade they gave him with the human tongue, I mean, he can taste them at least. So he just licks the salt off him? No, he actually mashes them, and you can see him going down inside of his, you know, gears and all that. It's kind of a mess to clean, but he likes the taste. Well, you know. The thing is, it actually becomes fuel once it comes out of him. Yeah, that's how, that's how we run our cars. Like, Gwizmodron's doing his part to make the world a better place. It's a good thing he's still not bitter about the whole Je- Jeopardy thing. Although I'm kind of sad that he's murdering all the penguins. I don't know how that's helping. Well, I mean, he it, just, was he t- it was their just, time. He just doesn't <laughs> want there to be another happy piece. Quizmotron has judged them. <laughs> He's uh, just doing it to piss the alcohol off. Uh, so Flexo. More of a Quizmotron-type voice, which I'm terrible at impersonating. <laughs> Flexo. Yeah, your Quizmotron yes. impression is terrible. I'm sorry. I am just... Quizmotron. Oh, I think that's uh, terrible. I know. I keep working on it, but it goes nowhere. It's like a gay man. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Quizmotron's very offended. He I'm says sure a lot of things. Angry fan letters too. He says a lot of things behind your back you don't know about. Yeah, is, is Quizmotron there? I can get him. Do we need him for something? I can you just uh, you know say hi. All right. He just wants Hold to say hi real quick. Been a while. Hold on. I don't have a good sound effect for walking away, so I'm just hitting my keyboard. <laughs> leave this part in. (laughs) (laughs) Pulp Nightmare needs a Foley artist. It could be you. (laughs) Send your resumes to P.O. Box. (laughs) New York, New York. But you have to sing the song first or else you'd better never get that. (laughs) Alright, guys. So we've got Quizmotron. Uh, Do we need anything from Quizmotron? No, just... uh, hey, Hey, Quizmotron. Why have you disturbed my slumber? Yeah, Jesus Christ, man. Put the knife down. We cut our bread with that thing. Quizmotron. Quizmotron. Yes. Quizmotron. You have nothing to add. Waiting. It's going to be okay. Loading. It's going to be okay. Loading. Quizmotron, how do you sleep? Quizmotron only watches. <laughs> All right, I think we've heard enough of Quizmotron. Cause yeah, he's starting to give me the creeps, man. Yeah. Uh, bye, bye, Quizmotron. He's not leaving. He's just standing there. He's asleep. No, he's not. He doesn't sleep. Just. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the little kid from X-Men 2. He just watches TV, blinking each channel on and off. <laughs> each time he blinks, my Roku box turns into a Transformer. <laughs> a different Transformer each time. So anyway. That's a good boy. Kill. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Kill. Don't, don't make me call Alex Trebek. Kill. So enough from Somebody get some questions. He's kind of leaning on my shoulder, and it makes it really uncomfortable. He weighs like two tons. I think my bones are starting to turn to jelly. You're strong. Alex, oh, blink twice. If you are scared. I keep blinking, but no one's talking. Luxo, blink louder. It's an audio podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Those would have to be really moist blinks, and that sounds terrible. It does, like Ewoks. Anyway. Mm, uh, Those are some moist blinks you got there. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Stop it. Uh, Luxo. Yeah, blink like that for me. Shut up. Yeah, Why so does that sound like I imagine blinking sounds like? <laughs> uh, Fuck so, I have a series of questions for you. Yes, no, 42, and Kilimanjaro. God damn it. I have a second set of questions for you. <laughs> okay, what do you got? All right. <clears throat> Are you comfortable? Uh, well, yeah, sure. Uh, want a cigarette? Can I get you anything? A uh, back rub would be nice, but I mean, I'm not going to be demanding. I'll give him a back rub. Well, thank you. That's what I was waiting for. Someone who's polite. Okay. Um, you, you can get a back rub while this is while we're asking questions. Just uh, please do not um, lose con- eye contact uh, with me or uh, Hero, who will be my second. 
Okay. And stare directly into our Skype avatars. Uh, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm trying to do both at one time, but when I go cross-eyed, everything goes blurry. That happens. All right. That is also part of the test. All right, Flex. So reaction time is a factor in this. So yes. please pay attention. Okay. Now answer as quickly as you can. Will do. You're in a desert, walking along in the sand. When all of a sudden I you look the down. turtle over. <laughs> Let me finish. When all of a sudden you look down, and you see a tortoise. Yeah, I flip him over. <laughs> He's making this very difficult. You know, you can at least play along for like five fucking seconds, asshole. Well, no, that's how they all come after me. I end up shooting the bounty hunter who's after me. It's a dumb move. I am much better off just telling him I flip the turtle over. Flexo has played this game before. I know how this ends. It doesn't end well for my kind. Well, we don't know if it's your kind or not. That's the point of the test. You're selling yourself short, Flexo. Yeah. Time Flexo, to just... die, little man. Flexo, just, just answer as truthfully as you can. We'll move on to the next question, if that's okay. All right. All right. You've got a little boy. He shows you his butterfly collection plus the killing jar. What do you do? I take him to his mother. It's actually... And a... then flip him over. <laughs> okay then. That that's really disturbing implications. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you want to go with that joke for that one, but okay. Uh, you're taking notes, aren't you, here? Yes. Okay. You're watching television. And suddenly, you realize there's a wasp crawling on your arm. I kill it. It's your birthday. I kill it. Then <laughs> <laughs> you flip it over. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> it's your birthday. Someone gives you a calfskin wallet. How do you react? I'm trying to decide if calfskin is delicious or not. <laughs> would you, you would attempt to eat the wallet? We'll go with eat. Or would you flip it over first? Oh, taste makes no difference. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be the name of the episode? Taste makes no difference. It can't have 18 titles. You had to pick one. Yes, Let's put can. in like a subtitle in there or something. I mean, it's your show. You do what you want, but put in parts anyway. <laughs> the Ballad of Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that in. Leave that in as in. I'm leaving that one in. You back, Lexa? Yeah. What did I cut out? It. It doesn't matter. We're leaving it in. <laughs> I'm not curious. I could hear everyone laughing, but I. What happened? What cut out? It doesn't matter. It doesn't. I matter. need the truth. That could what have been a good I joke spoil. Uh, next question. All right. In a magazine, you come across a full-page photo of a nude girl. You show the picture to your husband. He likes it and hangs it on the wall. The girl is lying on a bearskin rug. Not really what's a question. The, That's just kind yeah, of like, the, all right, cool. Yeah, what's the question? <laughs> I, I, uh, it seems like everyone's pretty happy in this scenario. I don't know what's wrong. Uh, your reactions to the question is part of the test. So, next part. You become. Way, I, I like how he's completely fine with being happily married to a man. Well, hey, it's the future. People are accepting. <laughs> well, good for you, Flexo. Glad you're finally happy. Yay. <laughs> All right. Yay, future Flexo. <laughs> you become pregnant by a man who runs off with your best friend, and you, so and you decide to get an abortion. It's not all happy for future flux, though. Okay. So I go to the clinic, and I'm waiting in the room. But the phone rings. But the receptionist isn't there, and it keeps ringing. No, no, you don't get to answer with your own scenario. <laughs> and I let it go. I'm not going to answer that. I'm not the receptionist. But it keeps ringing. And eventually I pick it up, because I'm tired of that shit. Having a rough day already. And over the phone, you hear the face, the, the voice of Ghostface. And it turns out it's the start of Stab 8. Oh, I'm writing all this down. At which point, I don't have time for an abortion. Someone's trying to cut the baby out of me. <laughs> so wait, you're the star of the movie within the movie. No, no, no. I'm the person in the first five minutes who gets killed off to start the movie. Kind of like Lee Schreiber in uh, Scream 3. Ah. Or Drew Barrymore in Scream 1. 
I'm more of a leaf, but I'll take that. Yeah, we're not reenacting Scream, Flexo. Well, no, this is Stab. Oh, <laughs> Scream. You know what? Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck the questions. <laughs> fuck this whole thing. Fuck my notes. I'm done, man. I'm done. Hero, we, ho- we only have two more left. Okay. <laughs> but you tore apart all the notes, so... You <laughs> need some scotch tape quick. Together. Hold on. They, they can be fixed. It's okay. <laughs> a lot of tape and a lot of time. I'm ignoring that one. All right. You're watching an old movie. It shows a banquet in progress. Is it Casablanca? No. Okay. Is it Casablanca, Mike? Yes. The guests are enjoying raw oysters. The, the entree consists of boiled dog stuffed with rice. The raw oysters are less acceptable to you than a dish of boiled dog. Probably be a lot tastier than, like, a German Shepherd. Okay, then. What is- I like how dark that question got. <laughs> yeah, I know some people will probably like that as a horrible question. You answered that horribly. You're going to hell. <laughs> I, I, don't know. I don't know. You answered that pretty respectably. Uh, listen, I didn't make the test. They're written down for me. I feel like you could just sound like a true and false, like, dachshund are delicious, true, false. <laughs> Stop well, improving well, the test, Flexo. So. Well, it's what, what I do. Answer? What would you answer, though? i just make it my own category and write that in as an essay. Once again, your reaction to the test is part of the test. Okay. Well, I just told you what I'd do. I'd improve the test. All right. Final question. Uh, no, you don't No, you don't get to beat the Kobayashi Maru, Flexo. So. It's okay, Hero. Hero. It's okay, Hero. This plays into the test. Oh. Uh, we're going to wait for Hero's quality to go back up. We'll be right back after these messages. This is a beautiful round. I was hoping the quality would go up as we were singing. That's not your theme. You have to go on a spirit walk to find yours. That's how I found my Exolith. <laughs> it was a long, dark road, and I was hungry. Hero goes to walk in a desert. He looks down, he sees a tortoise. <laughs> That's what do I do? Screaming. <laughs> you know, I didn't even get to do the entire first question. It was all yeah, well, I knew what you were asking. I know, I don't care. All right, well, the quality is back on. Yeah, okay. Last question. Okay. Describe in single words only the good things that come to your mind about your mother. War. Poverty. <laughs> All right. Well, the, the bits of information I've been able to write down on this one remaining scrap of paper are fascinating. Can't wait to send it back to the lab. Yeah. Uh, me and Hero are just going to confer on this for a second. Okay. When you come back, MB will be dead. I mean, okay. we'll what? be playing wait, chess. What? No, I cannot have to talk, MB. I'm no. Calm now. Let us play checkers. (laughs) Chinese checkers, (laughs) because it's the future. The true game of wits. (laughs) Okay, Hero and I have come to the conclusion that you, Flexo, are an automaton, but with the soul of a man who was born in 1945. Are you trying to say I've got the ghost of Hitler for a heart? (laughs) We're trying to break it to you gently. My God, nothing will be the same again. Yes, I should have mentioned it's an alternate reality where Hitler was born in 1945. (laughs) Well, died. I have his ghost. That's when second Hitler was born. (laughs) (laughs) But we haven't had second Hitler yet. That's the first time anyone's ever said that in the history of our planet. I always enjoy making up new phrases. <laughs> Just the thrill of being the person to go first on a phrase. It's great. I first. think we've done that many times tonight. Probably a couple, maybe. I don't know. By the way, you showed incredible restraint not bringing up Brigadoon during that test. <laughs> <laughs> the episode is not done. Now, that test um, went about as. It went pretty much as I expected. Did it really? <laughs> Honestly, I expected Flexo to play along for at least one question. No. You son your, of a bitch. Not your performing monkey. The weird <laughs> thing is you did expect the ghost of Hitler for a heart. Well, like, Oh, yeah. Answer. That's usually Flexo's answer for things. 
<laughs> That's what Titanic was about, right? Alexa, why did you have the last Coke? Can I have the ghost for Hitler for a heart? Which is actually a good response to that kind of question. Yeah. Yeah, though. So, I mean, if someone told me that, I'd have to agree. I'd be like, oh, well, you have that last Coke. <laughs> <laughs> the awkward thing is that every time you say it, you rip open your shirt and you have this giant viewing glass where you can see the heart. That's the like very thing Victorian is, the heart is superimposed years. with Hitler's face. I imagine it has a mustache. I about to say, I imagine the heart has a mustache. <laughs> you can see him. He's saying stuff, but you can't hear him through all the glass. Is it like... <laughs> You're like a Wolfenstein character. <laughs> Hitler heart, the newest villain. I imagine this is also like a uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Nine kind of thing. So anybody who eats the it's the eats the heart becomes Hitler. <laughs> a fate worse than death. Flexo goes to hell, the final Pope Nightmare. <laughs> no, that's the one where I explain Rape Ghost. Oh, God. You're shot down by the NYPD. <laughs> While I'm trying to tell the story, everyone, no! He had things to tell us! Leading into Flexo does Manhattan. Spend <laughs> <laughs> the entire movie on a cruise ship. If you would yeah, like, this is pretty nice. If you would like to be an extra in this movie, just slaughter your team seeing box. New York, New York. Pope Nightmare, New York, New York. Could you just imagine Jason on that cruise ship just, like, skipping around, tap dancing, murdering people with a machete while singing New York, New York? Playing shuffleboard. New York, New York, it's a wonderful town. Stop blinking, Jason. I've lost control again. You never had it. I didn't. No. No. Sleep now. <laughs> so anyway, sorry, I was taking a drink of delicious water. Ah! If you would like to buy brand <laughs> water, warning: this water does contain trace elements of Flexo. <laughs> so by default, it contains elements of Hitler heart. <laughs> Let's imagine just taking a cheese grater to Flexo's arm and just flinging it off into a giant bowl. Hey, hey, like what are you doing? The what are you doing? Flex lands at the hey. bowl and starts crawling away on its own. I keep telling you, we should have done the thing test on him. <laughs> Listen, Next time. I was all for you coming up a way for us to do that. The worst thing is, if you do the thing test on me, your blood actually jumps out of your body. It's really disgusting to watch, so we should avoid that. Now, I suggested this. We were going to just have you take a sample of your own blood, put it under a microscope, and then we just wait the entire episode for the results to come back. It would add suspense. <laughs> the only thing is, none of us would be able to agree on who got to be Keith David. Although it was assumed that I would be Wolford Brimley. <laughs> well, yeah. microscope, you just see a bunch of voodoo bullshit. <laughs> I spend the entire podcast asking to be let back in. <laughs> Was there more? On, I'm okay now. <laughs> Let me back in the show. I got a story. I'm all Mike right has a, now. Mike Maybe has a giant beard, beard and a giant hat. Stupid Norwegians. Trust in the Lord, hero. <laughs> Stupid Norwegians. For some reason, all I'm stuck on right now is Flexo in Screamers. It makes That's Michael sense. Ironside? <laughs> Peter Weller. Oh, well. Same thing. Yeah, really. This is going to be spoilers for uh, Star Trek, the new one. But just Spoilers, in spoilers. Into Darkness dies at the end. Yep. What? Just sitting in theaters, I was like, no, RoboCop, when did you turn bad? <laughs> <laughs> he only has two prime directors. <laughs> Getting paid and getting laid. Yeah, we covered when cop, fifty percent robot, fifty percent asshole. In <laughs> we we covered. <laughs> Isn't that the tagline for the RoboCop remake? <laughs> I'm making a good movie. Oh snap! Space makes all movies better. Just see Jason X. No, he's got a point. Or that Leprechaun one. Oh, he's got a point. You know, Leprechaun, Leprechaun 2 is on uh, Netflix streaming now. Oh, wonderful. I will continue to not watch that. <laughs> uh, well, at least you can keep up appearances. Yeah, I can put it on my queue. So, uh, Flexo. Flexo queue. <laughs> Flexo, before we leave, um, what's, what's new with you? 
What's changed in the life of Flexo since the last time we've we've heard from you? And now it's time uh, for ago? What's Up with Flexo. Oh, fascinating. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's all that was. We talked like a week ago. What more do you want from me? Fuck you, it's a fucking podcast. We're recording this. You're not great. talking you just... to me. I know. <laughs> I was setting you up to fucking plug your goddamn podcast. Oh, yeah, I've got a podcast. <laughs> okay, edit that together so it's just, what's going on, Flexo? Ah, oh, i got a fucking podcast. <laughs> uh, they keep making me do it every other week, and <laughs> it's, it's not getting any better. It's like a rash. We should explain. There's fucking movies, madness, and moxie all over the place. It's mixed in, and there's terrible cum jokes every five minutes. It's Robot cum jokes. Yeah, well, come jokes has become weirdly the like running gag for some reason. And I never would have guessed, and it's completely unintentional. When I was making that podcast, I never sat down and was like, "All right, so at the five minute mark, we're gonna need to hit a come joke to keep the audience in this." I did. Yeah, it's true. Uh, fuck, that up. would explain it. We have been wondering. Do you feel the box office pulp is too jokey? Not jokey enough. Thought so. And since we can't really go into how box office pulp was created on box office pulp because they're goddamn long enough. That's very true. We don't want this to be like another eight hour episode. After we were finished recording the first Flexo four way where how was born. Um, MB actually died of old age. It was very sad. Luckily he was on the Genesis planet. So he just regenerated, but it's still sad for a movie. I was actually like between this episode and the last four Flexo four ways. I spent a good majority of it as a 13 year old boy. He discovered love. It was beautiful. <laughs> Someone kept turning him over. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, why didn't we just keep referencing what's happening in the actual episode? Because <laughs> people who will watch the episode will be like, I got that callback. You don't have to have any background on. Um, so after we're done recording the first Flexo full way, <laughs> Flexo pretty much pitched us this in the entirety of Box Office Pulp. And we were recording an episode like six weeks later it was the weirdest turnaround for a podcast we've ever done it was very machiavellian on his part I it's think not he, like, the only reason he was on pulp nightmare was so that he could pitch box office pulp to us and it's not yeah, like seven. any it's not like any of us really had any input it's like flexo pitched it and we were like all right that's a podcast i think yeah. he's gone to other podcasts with this idea <laughs> I had charts and everything. They're just like, we don't want this. Get out. You leave in shame. <laughs> they didn't even validate Colonel, my parking. Colonel, Colonel Mustard laughs. He's finally shamed you. Gee. <laughs> if I could find Colonel Mustard, I would slay him. But the beast we all lives. would, Flexo. <laughs> we all have different stories about how Colonel Mustard was a bitch to us. <laughs> yeah. You wrecked my boxing career. <laughs> Your Balrog. <laughs> <laughs> the flame of Odin shall not avail you. You know the mustard tong ruined MB's sumo career. <laughs> I just want a slideshow of mustard just going around history fucking things up. <laughs> like, did I do that? <laughs> Colonel Mustard. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> Good heavens. So anyway. Question. Yes. Do you secretly suspect that Colonel Mustard and Van Pelt from Jumanji are the same guy? And that they both take that they are both, in fact, the Panama Jack guy? I've been looking in all the wrong places. Our answers are in Jumanji. Come on, guys. We all get sucked into the game. What year is it? We're all in Jumanji together in the a little bit. Like, I got to the spider scene in that movie, and I was just done. Like, I had to leave the theater <laughs> while my parents finished watching the film and then came out after and reassured me that everything was okay. You were it's okay. Robin Williams got back together with that lady. He doesn't <laughs> so they came out and they're like, the woods anymore. We've got some good news and bad news. The good news is the kids are alive. The bad news is Robin Williams made it out, so he's going to make more movies. Some of them aren't going to be very good. Hey, Jumanji makes up for Patch Adams. 
Does anything ever make up for Patch Adams? Jumanji? Yeah, I think he just said that. I take that back. I'm sorry. I can't back up those claims. Luxo. Yes. For God's sakes, pimp your podcast. All right. So, I do a podcast called Box Office Pulp. What? Yes, it's true. You can listen to it on your iPod or at your house if you have a computer. Yeah, you can subscribe to it on iTunes. It's a miracle of the future. Or now, depending on how you look at it, where you're at in the time stream. You can also anyway, like us on Facebook. Yeah. That'd be awesome. We have a page. You can drop a comment on there. I mean, it's like right now 19 comments from us about our own shit. So it looks really sad. So if you go on there, maybe other people will join in the dance, and then we'll all have a good time. No, that's heavyweights. <laughs> I don't know what to say. If you take anything from this, listen to Box Office Pulp. It's just like Heavyweights. It's Yeah, we'll probably talk about Heavyweights at some point, because fuck it. I am so movie, for right? Heavyweight. I am so for Heavyweights episode. Exactly. Heavyweights is awesome. fucking Tony Perkis. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. You can get Mike on there, if you haven't had enough of him. MB, same deal. Hero. He's around. All three of them. Hey. We're going to have some mini-episodes with different people, so we can have different combinations of us. In case it's, you know, you don't like all four of us in one place at the same time, but maybe you like three of the four, you can experiment. You can mix and match. It's going to be great. Yeah, experiment yeah, like Taco with us. Bell. You know, pick a combo you like. Yeah, here it was kind of like our Dorito shell. Some people don't like that much Doritos or the oh. dust on their fingers, so you can get rid of that and maybe just have a taco wrapped in whatever the fuck else they use for a shell. Hey, 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 hey. We all know that I'm the cheesy double beef burrito. Um, okay. That's been established. I, I can't argue. so fucking hungry right now. Well, this podcast is going to go for another three hours, so better start eating your shoes. Go to hell. Nope. Already there. But, uh, and Box Office Pulp is the only podcast where you can hear me read from the poetic edda. Yeah. Every episode. And it's only true. enough, Box Office Pulp is also the one podcast where I talk about Batman and somehow I'm not the reason it ended up being four and a half installments. Yeah, that's my fault. I apologize in advance. But you should still listen to it. Just so you've got something to complain about in your daily life. <laughs> Flex, though, you do not know how to pimp a podcast. God damn it. I'd you know, like to apologize for the next four episodes you listen to. If you listen to them, maybe. I don't know. If you like discussing movies, if you like analyzing movies, if you like movies, or if you, if like, you like the frightened. sound of my voice. And who doesn't? Mike and I I recently recorded an episode on Excision, and there's one with Mike and MB on Forward Unto Dawn coming up soon. Yes. So check that out. Yeah, go listen to it. That'd be nice. I mean, I'd appreciate it, but hey, no skin off my back. I don't need you people. (laughs) (laughs) This is the worst pitch ever. God, it's kind of like the prestige. I'm very good at the technical stuff, but terrible presentation. Listen, let's just sum it up like this. Listen to box office pulp or that bitch Colonel Mustard's going to win. And we all all need him to lose. United against Colonel Mustard we stand. He killed my family. It's true. I I didn't really help out at all, but I watched it happen. You could have helped, but you didn't know how to turn it over. And with that... (laughs) If you have any complaints about this episode... (laughs) (laughs) New York, New York. I don't even know what to do anymore. Okay. Now, before we wrap up... Before we wrap up... Before we wrap up, (laughs) let me tell you the story of Rape Ghost. (laughs) Everyone sit down for the next four hours... We're inside Jumanji now. It's the only time you'll tell it. <laughs> Zithuru. It's it, We're in space. No one can hear us in space. Jack Shepard. No. no one can be I'll... let down in space. <laughs> Hellraiser did it. It's got to be good. In space, no one can hear you sigh. In space, rape goes coast to coast. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> we are getting through this fucking game if it kills us. Oh yeah, I forgot. Oh about yeah, this. there's a game. Go on. Okay, is it uh, the deadliest game? Yes. Like so, I've decided to hunt you. Okay. Run. I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just play the outro music. <laughs> I start to run. 
Axel F descends from the heavens. You can just hear it playing. God damn it. You know, just, just, I'm going to cut his audio. Just keep going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cut his mic. Oh, shut up. <laughs> okay. But as I'm running, the music stops. <laughs> no more scenarios. Hunters in this game. But who is the hunter? And who is the hunted? So my game. Just, just power through it. Just go. Uh. Now this is the same game. This is a game from the creators of the critically acclaimed game. Okay. Are you USA enough? Just ignore it. Just keep going. Okay. Now. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm taking my headphones off. <laughs> Now, over the past few months, we've gotten to know Flexo a little more. Or so they think. God damn it. You said you were taking your headphones off. (laughs) (laughs) This is all being cut out. Okay, fuck it. I have a new game. You want to play a game? I have a new game. I'm starting with this episode. Okay. Called simply... I didn't mean to turn Flexo on. Oh. <laughs> I just like how deep in the background it is. Okay. Now, the point of this game is simple. I will present Flexo with something. And as I describe it, uh, he will tell me whether or not it turns him on. Now, Flex, though. Yes. Your mission in this game is to not be turned on. Okay. Now, make sure you understand that. It's too late. But I, but I promise. <laughs> God damn it, Flex. Okay. Okay. Be okay. unturned on. Okay. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Now... Over the past few months, we've gotten to know Flexo a little better. Yeah. I learned a lot about him. (laughs) (laughs) Just tune him out, okay? Just tune him out. Just don't react to him when he says things. Just keep going. I'm like Freddy Krueger. If you ignore me, I'll just vanish. And then grab your mother through a window and turn into a car that eats your friends again. I don't know where I'm going with that. So over the past few months, we've gotten to know Flexo a little better. And one of the things he and I have a shared passion for is Mini DVD juleps. packaging. That too, and DVD packaging. I mean, we have talked until fucking one o'clock in the morning about DVDs whose packaging we like. And you started it. And you started at 12 p.m., which is the weird thing. Well, Flexo, it just so happens that earlier today, I purchased a new movie. This new movie is it, newly released or new to you? New to me. Okay. It still has the plastic on it, so it's kind of new. Mm, did you rub that all over your face? I did, but that's beside the yeah. point. This movie is the two-disc special edition face, so. of the unrated director's cut of the Tony Scott-directed, Quentin Tarantino-written True Romance. Mm-hmm. Here's a photo of it. Mm-hmm. As Look. you can see, the box art is quite gorgeous. It's it's impressive, but if you're trying to turn me on, I'm also, a little disappointed. Also, I'm just, not done. just take our word for it, folks at home. <laughs> I'm not done. Now I'm clicking to the back. Now the back has headshots of all the lead actors: Slater, Arquette, Hopper, Kilmer, Oldman, Pitt, and Walken. Keep in mind, Oldman is homeboy Oldman. And Kilmer is only seen from the back as Elvis. Now, disc one, in addition to being digitally remastered, contains three feature-length audio commentaries, one of which is from Tony Scott, from Christian Slater, and there's another commentary featuring Val Kilmer. Keep in mind that Val Kilmer is only in this movie for five seconds as Elvis. But he's going to commentary the fuck out of this thing. Oh, how can he not? Now, 
I've said the be- I've saved the best for last. Also, with a commentary track is Quentin Tarantino. That's right, a Tarantino commentary, the rarest of beasts. Like a fucking unicorn. I've right, right. The Save closest comments, I've ever yeah. come is hearing him talk for fifteen minutes about Inglorious Bastards soundtrack. <laughs> and now I will take the plastic off. Ooh. I am having difficulty. Fuck you. Open it up. Some like party flakes come out. It's coming off. It's opening. It's happening. The plastic is off. It's glittering in the moonlight. No. I open it up, and I'm immediately greeted with a quote from Quentin Tarantino describing what motivated him to create true romance. And it's got that smell that new DVDs have. Even better new car smell, I assume. And inside, once again, I see homeboy Gary Oldman. Now, Flexo, I ask you, have I turned you on? Well, old chum, while you've been talking about this admittedly glorious packaging, I was thinking about baseball and grandmothers, but also the Quentin Tarantino XX collection, which includes True Romance on Blu-ray, along with the rest of the films that he has directed. And it is glorious. So while not trying to be turned on by your description, I've turned myself on with another description. God (laughs) damn it, I didn't mean to turn Flexo on. Oh god, it's everywhere! <laughs> that was the best well, possible outcome I, I could have seen. Well, we'll just have to wait until next week. When I again attempt to accidentally turn Flexo on. Mm. Speaking of things that turned me on, Shout Factory now has a set of Blu-rays out for different horror films, including The Burning, which has a reversible cover, so you get new art, and the original poster from the film. Oh, that's very good. Nice. It's beautiful. <sighs> we better end now before this goes on for another three hours. <laughs> oh, so good. And Flux those weird robot masturbation sounds. Oh, yeah. Insert, insert. Why is Miss Motron alive? <laughs> No, Quizmo, try put that other knife. No. Anyway, don't point that knife at my family. Use that for chopping steaks. Use that to kill only cows, no humans, (laughs) unless they're delicious and we're low on food, and I'm not that human. Quizmotron, we know that you can't like, please. differentiate between man and <laughs> I'm animal. I'm trying so hard. <laughs> Listen, it's over, okay? It's time to end. Nothing's over. Listen, it's time to go home, all no, of us. We have no. families to return to. Not anymore. Flexo <laughs> killed all of our families. But that's okay. We'll find new ones. We have... No. No. We can go on walks with our... We don't need families. We have ourselves. Um, so, it's just, it just has to end now, okay? No. We're, we're ending. No. It's been you, too long. You let me in. I, that was a mistake. You opened the, the box. Flux one in. It's like inviting Dracula into your house. It's not going to end well for anyone. But especially him. Yeah. Because, you know. Term, you are screwed. Everybody <laughs> wins except for Dracula. In the long run, though. It's kind of like a graph. you got to look at it. Anyway... I'm just ignoring this. Anyway, <laughs> uh, this has been the second Flex Up Huawei, and been this episode of Pulp Nightmare. I've been Mike. I've been Mimby. I've been Hero. I have been, and shall always be, Flexo. Have pleasant nightmares. Go watch Box Office Pulp. Listen next week to another tale of the strange and terrifying. 
Hello, listeners. Before you take out those earbuds, what say you and I discuss business for a moment? Business? Yes. It would seem we have that. Tell me, what if there existed, say, a podcast? I have no time for such meaningless nonsense. I have a city to destroy. And what if, hypothetically, this podcast were dedicated to, oh, let's say, the discussion and analysis of today's topical movies? It would be extremely painful, I assume, for you. And what would you say if I told you, just for giggles, that this alleged podcast was hosted by some of your favorite PPN alumni, including Mike and MB of Pulp Nightmare fame? Who? And how would you react if you discovered, in a parallel reality, nearly identical to our island, but different in several fundamental ways, that this potential internet radio program was coming to a computer slash mp3 player near you. I live to fulfill Azogu's destiny. I have no time for such podcast nonsense. Would you finally give up those awful blogs of yours? Hey, hey. Maybe it's time we all stop trying to outsmart cinema and let it have its day. Oh, we need to go back that. Box office pulp. The podcast the size of a tangerine. Impossible.